kinds of media that Sonic's come out in, and we finally come to the Archie brand Sonic comics, which ran from, like, 1993 to 2017. Really? That is something... I did not not know that those ran uh, for uh, nearly the entirety of my human life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they were cancelled because oh, well, what like, did they tweet? Sega, well, Sega never liked the comics like ever. I they wonder so, why. Um, I wonder what it might be about yeah. these they comics didn't, that didn't Sega like, didn't like. But they were doing a Sonic, and so, and eventually, when one of the writers who quit um, saw that they had used some of his ideas that he wrote in the comics in in a later like knockoff Sonic game. He sued Archie. He sued um, Archie, and got control of the rights to the characters he created. Okay. And then, yeah, and then which pissed off uh, Sega that Archie lost the case. So Sega made Archie get rid of all the characters the writer came up with, which is the vast majority of them <laughs> in the Archie comics to do a big reboot. Okay. And it just changed everything. It lost Archie a ton of readers. And eventually, and then right during Sonic's 25th anniversary, when Archie was doing a special comic run, Sega pulled the plug uh, and gave the comic rights to IDW and then abruptly canceled the Archie run. It just didn't even finish. Gotcha. It was a whole pile of shit because Sega hated working with Archie. Yes, um, I will tell you right now. Uh, this is uh, he- Sonic the Hedge Pod, the podcast yeah, about Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. The Hedge Pod. Uh, I am TV's Kevin Lanigan. That, of course, is Joseph Gurmroth. And joining Hello. us in the booth today uh, is the great Joe Conroy. Hello, vast. Ah, Sonic the Hedgepod viewers, I am not only exhausted, not only hungover, but furious that these two bitches dragged me here. It's fine, though. We woke Joe up several hours before his usual alarm uh, to talk, of course, about the uh, Ken Penders run of Sonic Archie Comics. Now, Justin, I will say that I was working at a comic book store when the Sonic comics relaunched by IDW. Like, that was an event that happened while I was employed there. And I can tell you definitively 
right now, no one came in angry about the Archie run. It just didn't happen. You know, people mm. uh, 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 just picked up the IDW comics and moved on with their lives. There was no <laughs> legion of egg. At least that came into this store. No uh -huh. one came in ranting and raving and screaming, how dare they get rid of the Archie run of Sonic <laughs> comics. It sort of just stopped happening. It was, you he went fast, he had drama, he went fast, he had drama, and then it just ended. You were spared from the calling. Yes. Now, did I get yelled at about, like, Dragon Ball Z on a daily basis? Of course I did. Did I get yelled at about Naruto on a daily basis? You bet your ass. No one was mad about the Sonic Archie comics. It just did not transpire. <laughs> oh. Was I lectured about Dark Souls over and over and over and over again? Of they don't course even I make our Dark Souls comics. There are a few Dark Souls comics. Oh, really? Uh, but boy, you better believe that when you're like, I don't really play games for difficulty. I kind of just like the story. I like to relax. And they're like, but it's so challenging. It's so rewarding. And I'm like, you are not listening to what I'm saying, nerd boy. I don't want this. As someone who is a big proponent of the Dark Souls and Bloodborne world, yeah, no, fuck those people. Yeah. Yeah. Get those they, people out of my store, out of my life. They can eat my entire skinny white ass. So, and it is tasty. Throw those buns on the grill. So how would you compare the difficulty of playing Dark Souls to the difficulty of reading the sonic comics that i gave you guys folks for the record i gave kevin and joe two arcs to read mobius 25 years later and that written by ken penders and mobius 30s year 30 years later written by ian flynn yes justin gave us two like epilogues to this run that that definitely presume that if you are reading them, you are intimately familiar with this universe of Sonic comics. And baby, it is incomprehensible. <laughs> it is draws. I opened up that PDF and it said like 120 pages. And I said, Jesus fucking Christ. I really do. And I feel like, Kevin, you mentioned this in like, a pri in like our private chat. I really do appreciate that Justin gave us this comic about Sonic, of where Sonic doesn't appear to, like, a page 106. Yes, I, so there I are... I really uh, do enjoy that particular fact. <laughs> oh, so I believe the, uh... in total we read, what, 160 pages of Sonic comics? Yes. Um, about two Sonic, paperbacks worth. Yeah, Sonic does not appear until the back 15 pages of the of, of the first 120 page volume like he <laughs> sonic does not it is boy i hope you like knuckles's family drama because that is all this comic is about is about the the nuclear family of knuckles the echidna who the artist said fuck it I am not designing new characters. All the boys look like Knuckles. All the girls look like the mom. And no, their size and scale is not such that you can immediately tell who you are looking at. 
Absolutely not. Oh, Sonic has a kid? Great. He looks identical to Sonic in every single way, except Sonic is wearing a tiara because he is king of Mobius. But if that tiara is not in frame or he has taken it off, it is... Mankind has not devised a way to determine who you are looking at in these panels. It is the the absolute, it is a crime of art. It's like when you're reading a fucking Batman comic, and Batman is hanging out with all of his dark-haired, tall, white sons, and they all are out of costume, and you're like, how am I supposed to know who I'm looking at right now? Who the fuck is this? If he is not wearing a shirt that says, I'm Dick Grayson, I have no fucking idea who this guy is. You must stop. So, for context, uh, Ken Penders, who was the one of the oldest, the, one of the longest writers on the run, uh, was writing Sonic. He just had his own story he wanted to tell, and he couldn't tell it with Sonic, so he just made it happen with Knuckles. And he ended up trying to tie everything into his Knuckles fan universe. And it, and it was and, the wrong call. And it was a, he won the rights to those characters. Call. He's now publishing those stories continually just under his name listen kevin in your brief real explanation of what fucking happens i i had to finish the scotch i just can't you can't make me relive this i will say as a bright spot in this run you do get to see sonic's feet without shoes on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is something that you do get to see in this comic. You get to see his naked blue ass feet when they're playing beach volleyball. And no, by the time they're playing beach volleyball on page 100, Sonic has not run one single time. He has not. I counted. It is 104 pages before Sonic goes fast. A hundred and four pages before Sonic the Blue Hedgehog goes fast. Just, that's all we wanted. That's all. I just demand that he go fast. Who is not in this comic? Eggman. Who is not in this comic? Shadow. What do we not get? Sonic running fast. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. So... How would you guys summarize the plot of the two stories? I, Justin, it can't yeah. be done. It's, 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 it's like reading this comic is unto reading a poorly written spec fantasy novel where every other word is incomprehensible. Like, they're talking about a rock, but they call it, like, a glimstone. And you're like, okay, um, the glimstones of Feblon Ire, located off the banks of the Delmana, owned by the Dalinch people. And you're like, please, please, one word come along that I know what it is. I need a noun I can latch on to. Because these comics defy every rule you are are taught when learning how to make comics. It is dense wall-to-wall dialogue. There is barely an inch of this. If, 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 if a space in a panel is not a character, it is mm-hmm. a dialogue balloon. And it is just endless talking about nothing. <laughs> Knuckles' son 
looks who looks exactly like Knuckles is horny and tries to fuck in a park with someone and someone gets mad at him and I thought it was Knuckles's wife but then we meet Knuckles's wife so it was like somebody's sister gets really mad at Knuckles's horny son that the late the red lady is Knuckles's sister-in-law oh his sister-in-law great um so the knuckles is horny son it's been like a we were supposed to record this last week so it's been like eight days since i've read this that's knuckles daughter well then i don't know what happened i truly don't (laughs) he has like a in like the beginning of the comic yeah, Knuckles, who has one this cyborg is... Terminator eye, is like, I gotta go to my daughter's uh, Echidsignera, or some some horrible animal pun on Echidsignera. <laughs> Jesus, it's called, I it's just... called unveiling, and it's like when, um, it's called the unveiling, and it's basically when the Nuc- Echidna comes of age and age of consent, which is 16. Oh, so it's, uh, we're in England. <laughs> Yeah. No, these uh, Sonic these, comics are based in England Mobius. These comics yes, are the only thing I have to add to this outside of Kevin's definite detailed like explanation of like it is character and words is that these comics are just much like everything else that I have heard about Sonic are just weirdly horny. Everything about this is just, I don't like it. I feel dirty reading this. Yeah, some of I, these uh, animals are hot, and I, I am distressed. <laughs> there are I, some fuck animals in this book. I never fully grasp the idea of, like, if you Google your name and add the hedgehog onto it, why there is so much, like, full-on furry art of every name attached to Hedgehog. I now understand the furry community. I now feel like I have an intimate understanding of like their inner workings. <laughs> I don't like that I do, but now I do. I don't want to go back. I want to go back. It's uh, but- great seeing like it's a great seeing the female characters have like human bodies and then like sonic and knuckles have their weird triangle bodies yes the male (laughs) characters get to keep cartoon bodies and the ladies are jessica rabbit with an animal head stuck on top (laughs) and i didn't like that particularly i am i am reopening the pdfs to try and uh uh get some some uh memory back in the old juices i will tell you uh, that this comic has the worst economy of storytelling I've truly ever experienced, <laughs> wherein there is a world-ending uh, catastrophe on the direct horizon, uh, and we spend, of this 105-page comic, a hundred of those pages are Knuckles' family drama, and five pages are the world-ending catastrophe. Um, and it, And it happens so fast that they don't even tell you what is going on. I am quickly trying to get to those panels. So there's some world-ending catastrophe, and fuck me if I can tell you what it is. I truly... 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, if, fuck me if I can tell you what it is. Because I truly, truly could not. Gun to my head. My family in jeopardy. I could not tell you what Knuckles and Co. are trying to solve in this. But on page 103 of 105, they take off in their spaceship to go solve the ultimate world-ending crisis. Uh, that, that crew is, of course, Sonic with a tiara, Knuckles with a Terminator eye, some old-ass Knuckles, and a walrus with glasses. Everyone's favorite Sonic characters. Old-ass Knuckles and walrus with glasses. We all love them. We all know them. Your, your kids can't get enough of them. So the rocket goes to, I don't know, we'll call it Mars. There are four wordless panels of our crew in spacesuits uh, that, yes, are specifically molded to their weird body points. Uh, they get to the bunker. They find the machine. Sonic is like, I have to get in the machine. And everyone's like, why? And he's like, I gotta. And then uh, Sonic uh, does, and Knuckles' daughter is stowed away on the boat, and she starts vanishing uh, like back to the future and then sonic is unwritten from existence and then cut to sonic and knuckles skipping rocks fuck me if i know <laughs> at all what has transpired in those that is four pages this we spend so long on knuckles's horny children and then four pages on the end of reality as we know it i'm mad i'm upset I got nothing. I, I listen. I got nothing. There's there's no rhyme. There's no reason. It's all just. It feels like I have opened up an Eldritch text and have been reading it, and I will be forever changed. I feel like I've made like a warlock pact. Like I should have fucking superpowers now, but no. No, I don't. All I have is just a shattered piece of psyche that is now all consumed by Sonic. Uh, yeah, uh, this is, of course, the end of Sonic 25 years later, not Sonic 30 years later. No. Um, which, of course, does end with a quote by the great echidna philosopher Pericles. Um, Though our destinies are etched in stone, various are the means used in the carving. Uh, this is on a duo panel of Sonic and Tails, as we know them and love them, and then Knuckles with the what I assume are the Chaotix. There's a crocodile with headphones, there's yes. a hip-ass, uh, I don't know what this purple animal is, or is supposed to be. There's a bunch of them in these comics, and I could not identify what yeah. Oh, that's Espio, the chameleon. He is not a chameleon. He is purple the whole time. He does not change colors. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what this other animal is. And then there is a, a horny. There is a horny pink animal. She is, of course, a lady because she is wearing a uh, sports bra and a belt with no pants. Her her pink ass bottom is just waving in the wind. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I will, hate this. I The only good thing I will say about the 30 years later is that we at least get to see Sonic go fast a couple of times. 
it is not just once we actually get to see Sonic go fast. Granted, I know nothing else about what happens in this fucking comic. I just yeah, like it. It cannot be discerned. Uh, we do it, get a couple visual cameos from Shadow, uh, which is nice for me. I appreciate that. Um, there's Sonic is the king. Blood. I don't fucking know. Sonic is the king, but he lives in a regular ass apartment. <laughs> like he lives in just like a high rise apartment. Sonic is the king, and there's a bunch, just a bunch of Knuckleses running around. Uh, and and fuck me if I can tell what tape on what tendril is supposed to tell me what Knuckles I'm looking at. I will say that we do get finally the appearance of Tails. He is barely in these comics, but he does appear in Sonic 30 years later. And Tails is the hottest fucking animal I've ever seen in my entire life. Tails, 30 years later, Tails fucks and fucks hard. <laughs> he, that is a fucking handsome ass fox. He is a fox. Truly a fox. Yeah, Justin, you've me. you've cursed us. This is terrible. Uh. Can you help us make any sense of this? Because you you're you're leaving out I th- almost intentionally your deep uh, uh, a beautiful mind esque dive into the Sonic Comics universe in the last few months, trying to make yourself yes. seem innocent in all of this. Can, do you know what happens in these books? You okay. sat at my bar. And you convinced me to come onto this podcast. And you convinced me to come on for these comics. And you spent an hour and 30 minutes. I remember this distinctly. Just telling me the intimate details of the Sonic comic world. You just... You... We deserve a fucking explanation here. Okay, so I could start with when uh, the alien aliens wiped out humanity in a nuclear war with like mutation stuff. I could talk about uh, the all cosmic power that like Sonic and friends would use. I could use how Eggman's also an alien. Uh, I could talk about how Knuckles was basically Dr. Manhattan'd by his dad to become a savior for the echidna kind, who was also an alien, but then. Knuckles turned into Dr. Manhattan and then was about to do some stuff. And then Ken Penders either quit or was fired. Cause if you could tell from the weirdness of his knuckle stuff, he was impossible to work with. And the fact that oh. like, he just took a like 22 year old Sonic fan writer who like had a fan comic and just gave him the reins for the whole Sonic comic since like 2003. And he just, basically rewrote everything to fit into a new space it's this comic is just it's amazing it just went on for almost 25 years ages like a silver age opera just going on where there's families and there's wars and there's lessons that are learned and it just does all this stuff and then it just disappears I can't let this die, guys. No, you can. I don't want my head to carry only ghosts. 
Yours is the lore. When when society crumbles here in the not too distant future, when when you know some disaster or another has uh, undone society as we know it, you, Justin, can be the storyteller, the grand weaver of legends round the burning uh, barrels that we will all subsist on. You will be able to regale the children and adults alike with the tales of Knuckles' extended nuclear family. You'll be able to regale uh, people with the story of how Shadow tricked everyone into letting him be king until Sonic killed him and became king. Uh... You know, something happened with Eggman. I don't... Uh, fuck me if I know. The all-important, uh... Fucking... I... I'm, I'm not considering it. It's a, just a generic prom that Knuckles' daughter... Yeah. Daughter takes place yeah. in. It's... You will be the one to rebuild society. Not as a better society. As a worse society. <laughs> You will give us the grand legends that will teach us morality, kindness, yeah. generosity, the functioning of money and how society is supposed <laughs> to be. And you will do it all through your intimate knowledge of the Ken Pender's Sonic universe. Folks, in the comic, uh, Tails' parents, uh, whose names are Rosemary and Amadeus Prower, return Good. from space and lead a revolution to upset Sonic's girlfriend, Sally Acorn's king, and instate a republic. <sighs> and at one point, and where, where Tails' dad leads a rebellion, is put in jail, but then convinces the king to start a republic, and when Tails finds out that Sonic that when Sonic finds out that Tails's mom is running for office, Sonic goes over to Tails' dad and asks, "Well, why'd you lead that rebellion if you didn't want to be like a representative?" And Tails' dad Amadeus says, "Rosemary is the voice of the people. I am their sword." <laughs> and uh, he just leans against a tree. Can you? None of None of these things are in the comics we read, just no. so you listeners know. This is this is just off the cuff, out of Justin's yeah. warped mind. I love you, Justin. You're a really good friend of mine, but I worry so much about you. It's I'm 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 scared for you sometimes. It's just so it's so dumb in an amazing way that just comes from like playing telephone with like in another language and it just gets so big and so strange can <laughs> you and and then you and then you just go to sonic and the cursed child parts 1 and 2 is that and, what we read yes basically yeah it's just the it's like a random epilogue they threw in in the middle of the comic I see. So it was a flash forward to a, f a future? Well, kind of. Ken Penders originally wrote a different... Uh, when he introduced Sonic's um, Knuckles' daughter, he had a pitch, he had an idea for a future where Knuckles becomes, like, a monster. And Loris is trying to terminate him, basically. And... Then he, like, for kind of, And then he forgot that was what he wrote and wrote something else. You, J Justin, I want to ask you a very, very 
particular question because yes. with your very intimate knowledge here, who is this comic written for? Is it is it written just simply for Ken Penders? Is it written for Sonic fans? Is it written just as nightmare fuel? I I'm generally trying to figure out. In the times I was reading, I'm like, I don't know who this is for. Who who actively wants to who wants to consume this? And Kevin, you can ask. Also, please help me here. What is the as someone who worked in a comic store? What is who is this aimed for? Is this aimed for Sonic fans? Because I don't feel this is aimed for Sonic fans. This considering this to me, that, yeah, because this is not for people that are fans of Sonic the Hedgehog video games. I think they would find this incomprehensible and unrecognizable. This comic is only for people who are deeply invested in the Ken Penders run of Sonic Archie comics and and desire some resolution or desire some some idea to see how the universe will live on long after Penders the master storyteller himself has has stopped putting words to page it feels like all those times when when comics would come out and it would be like Vampirella versus Ash from the Evil Dead. And you're like, this is for somebody. To somebody, this is it. This is the comic. This is this is what they've always wanted. And to anyone that is not immediately in that group of people, it is incomprehensible and will offer you nothing. But to one person, this is a perfect comic. This is this is this is to someone exactly what they want, but it it, it truly feels, and I don't usually like bandying this this kind of phrase mm-hmm. about. It feels like fan fiction. It feels like you know, in the same way that there were criticism, the criticisms of like Force Awakens are like it feels like fan fiction. And I'm like, I don't really understand that in relation to this movie, but mm-hmm. it, this feels like fan fiction that they have just taken the base concept of sonic and like much fan fiction they take the base idea of this thing they like and they completely turn it into something else where it is unrecognizable as the property that it is a fan fiction of it is Mm -hmm. so distant from any idea of what sonic is is that that it feels like a long multi book fan fiction it's like when you read like a star wars extended universe one but like one of the really late stories where it's so far from what the movies were were of that it just becomes its own thing it's only like when by the time you get to like star wars canon where it's only in relation to other eu canon and bears Mm -hmm. no ties whatsoever to the the franchise of films that we're all familiar mm-hmm. with so it is only in response to other fan fiction and no longer has any bearing mm-hmm. on the original idea so the tone the ideas it, 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 it is now been been each step removed remove something that we enjoy about the original property until it becomes unrecognizable 
I will say that this uh, comic does include uh, several supporting characters from Sonic Underground in a way that I was not anticipating. <laughs> Did not oh, expect those Christ. guys to come roaring back in. Uh, the Rob Paulson uh, uh, French creature, the rabbit with the robot legs, <laughs> Silver the Hedgehog is in here. God bless it. Uh, this is... I. Yeah. Ian Flynn withdrew from the whole Sonic animal. He would eat, like, to write into his, like, write into the Archie. Like, he took from every show and movie and game to fill up his own, fill up the comics. Trying to unite yeah. uh, the canons. Trying to yeah. make it all seem as if this is one grand tapestry of Sonic. But, Justin, exactly. I think we've exhausted our ability to talk about these two comics. I think we've truly I... reached a barrier <laughs> where we have I... said everything that can be said. I will say the only thing I have to add on this particular deal is that in reading it, when Silver the Hedgehog came up and she's just like, look, I, I understand Silver's energy more than anything else because he is the only character who's like, hey, I'm here, I'm going to get my shit, and I'm going to get the fuck out of this comic because <laughs> I, I, know, I know I'm in a bad comic and I just want to essentially do my one-two piece and I'm going to like fuck off to whatever other multiverse that needs me. I, this, is, this is bad. This is really, really bad. I'm... I, all of my beverages are now empty. My coffee is empty. My tea is empty. My scotch is empty. I had some apple brandy that even I had. It is. It is 11 a.m. I don't. As I do not drink before, th like 12 to three, depending on the day. And you fuckers made me do this. Okay, so what was the, like, least appealing image you saw in reading these comics? Like, what was just the one, what was something you saw that just severely disagrees with you? I, it, I, I didn't um, take notes of, like, one particular horrid image, because, my good God, there are so many. But I am currently on a page of Sonic 25 years later where a dead where a knuckles with a beard and a knuckles with dread braided dreadlocks and what might be regular knuckles are in a hospital room and bearded knuckles is dying and there's a tear-filled goodbye to bearded knuckles and all three of these characters are in their face identical and interchangeable and i think that's it yeah. I think this page, Ken actually page, that. He page that 92, death. I don't care. Page 92 <laughs> of this comic is, no, is no, truly... No, wait, 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 wait. He wrote this on his dad's death and he, this is... No, absolutely fucking not. People sometimes like no. write a comic or a story no. or a chapter in honor of someone. That's what Ken, that was the issue Ken Penders wrote to honor the passing of his father. Absolutely not. Ken Penders 
if you would eventually listen to this podcast, or if there's a relative of Ken Penders who listens to this podcast, you are a monster. (laughs) I... Send me your address. I'm coming to wherever you are, and I'm fighting you. We are just <laughs> throwing the fuck down right now. Yeah. I'm that's... so upset. I'm so <laughs> angry. I'm getting even more angry as I talk about it. I'm... <laughs> Joe, I... would you really not do any different, given the opportunity? I am holding in my personal rage right now because I I want to, I don't want to upset my upstairs neighbors. I don't want to upset my downstairs neighbors. I don't want to upset my next door neighbors. But my next door neighbors, fuck them. I don't care. They kept me up for hours because of their fucking. <laughs> Both of them are screamers. I hated it. Oh. it was, it was three and a half hours of Martin Gay, of uh, Marvin Gaye and screaming. Ugh. But this is making me so viciously angry that I can just, I really just want to just let out a primal fucking scream about this. I'm sorry, I got off on a tangent. It's fine. I'm You're just fine, gonna... Joe. That's how you feel. <laughs> Yeah, um, I this just okay. We have beyond exhausted this this comic. So I uh, can we provide some context for people who are are because I don't I don't think we fully illustrated the context of this. So for people who are not familiar with it, might have been very very lost for the last thirty six <laughs> minutes. Can you tell us? Uh, because uh, you've read how much? How much of this have you read? The whole I I read the whole Archie run in like two months. You read the entire Archie run of Sonic comics, which was what seventeen years? No, twenty uh, twenty five years. Yeah, twenty four years. Twenty four years of of Sonic. Can you? Oh, we we Christ. we have to talk about that. That can't be glanced over. The silence speaks volumes. Is deafening, but also it's probably the silence of Justin's computer giving out. It's probably the silence of 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 Justin's computer's heart, much like Knuckles's old ass dad just giving out in a in a in a hospital bed. I just there's an old ass Knuckles. There's a fucking walrus. I think to honestly say. Yes, like what the most uh, unappealing pages I have to say it is this is the page I'm currently looking at where it's Knuckles is I don't know whether it's he mentioned it earlier. It's the son-in-law just fucking macking out in a park right next to Big Plot, but Big Plot is obviously just pushing the corner because we need to show these two fucking characters just absolutely just sticking their tongues into each other's mouths we we absolutely have to be following this this horny teen makeout plot uh 
because that is that is what we care about most. We that we, is the... we could not care less about the the world ending plot or anything at all related to you know Sonic the Hedgehog. What mm. what I really wanted. So I mean, Joe, I'm gonna go back to the first page here. All I am right. on the first page of Sonic 25 years later, and I it is a big. You. It's a big movie poster style, you know, bunch of heads and characters, and a a fox who is a wizard is is telling me we got a big one-eyed knuckles with his crocodile dundee hat a huge prominent hero profile some pink ass echidna uh a, a, a what a a knuckles with a jean jacket and a big crop of pink hair on the top which i think tells me that this is a girl knuckles and in a in a glittering orb we have sonic and some lady i think she's princess acorn or queen acorn I... hi guys sorry mike i had a small audio issue but i'm back on okay oh, cool it's, oh it's no worries we're just we're just i um you dipped out but i but to answer your question it uh that you posed earlier what is the most offensive panel it is the fucking um I don't know how they're related to Knuckles, but it is the Knuckles and this other person just macking out in. Oh, oh, the the uh, oh, you mean oh, the purple girl? Yeah, no. yeah, that's Espio's daughter. Yeah, that is that is that's just a, a generally offensive. That I that I need to know what? that Espio the chameleon has a nephew. That yeah. there is a. A wait, a robot wait, 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 wait. knuckles head orb floating around. That is next knuckles to a... grandfather Dimitri. No, no, it it can't be. It and is. then there's a hot lady knuckles. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's uh Lara Sue, um Sonic's wife. Sorry, Knuckles' wife Julie Sue's sister. So there are pink echidnas and red echidnas, and it is not directly related to gender. No. Okay, um, but there's a lot, and all of these characters have, like, names with hyphens in them, like, again, the worst fantasy novel you've ever read. You know what's cool about the Lord of the Rings? Yeah. They all have kind of easy names to understand. You know what I mean? It's like... Aragorn. Aragorn. Frodo. Legolas. They live in places like Gondor, Rohan. They don't, their names are not Aragorn Kuhn, and they don't live in Gondorius Prime, the, the center of the multiverse. Like, they don't, they have normal names that are easy to understand, <laughs> even in a fantasy context. One of them is yeah. named Sam. One of them is named Mary. And that's something I can get behind. That's I can completely get behind the Witcher because his name is Geralt. <laughs> you know, I'm playing Dragon Age and their names are Dorian and Sarah <laughs> and Vivienne. Their names I understand. They're it's just very nice and easy to just read, to understand, and to know 
who is on the page at any given time. This particular comic, as Kevin has mentioned multiple, multiple times, I have no fucking idea of who is who constantly. They're all just dreadlocks and it's either do you have dreadlocks yes do you have boobs probably it's like uh it's like they're like procedurally generated echidnas like just with various combinations of like cyborg and hair tufts and color it's like the no man's sky of sonic characters Yes, but did Kempenders use a an algorithm to randomly generate species so that well, no two comic readers see the same creatures? <laughs> more or less, like it's a comically huge Wait. cast of echidnas. There, I I just have the comic open and I'm just casually scrolling through it, just being like, do I know? I'm stopping on random pages to be like, do I know anyone who is in this cu- in this panel right now? I completely forgot there's a fucking crocodile with headphones. Oh yeah, I that's know, Vector. I, I know I know And his son Argyle. Meant- Stop. Okay, this. we need we we need to <laughs> we need to we need to take one moment to just and I say one moment because I'm going to cut this right off after a single moment. We need to talk about names because yes. this, because Ken Penders and this Sonic comic do not understand. Names are bullshit. I hate their names. I hate everything about this. I'm reach pounding my death levels. I'm angry. No. No, it, it goes from not. like bullshit, to... like Dune names, like Lara and like Juliette to like Dimitri, and there's like a character called Remington. Uh, no, and I'm, and I mean... the protagonist is named Knuckles. No, his brother is named Kneecaps. I need you to re- I need you to repeat that. One more time, it's and I the, need you to say it like it's like it's an actual fact and not as a fucking meme. No, uh, no uh, the, the the best contribution to the Sonic canon that the Archie comics ever did was introduce Knuckles's baby brother, Kneecaps the Echidna. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I take I'm, back everything I'm, bad I've ever said about this guy. Tail is fantastic. No, I'm done. I'm closing all these comic tabs that I have open. Absolutely not. No. No, 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 no. No. Fuck you. Fuck all of this. I want to go back to bed. It's just... It is a a baseline... There are baseline problems to this comic that cannot be overcome. Yes. We've talked about it multiple times. I am looking... There are multiple old-ass, on-the-verge-of-death echidnas that are basically Mm -hmm. interchangeable, and they are not the same character. There are... We we spend a lot of fucking time with this walrus and two panels with tails. The, The comic seems completely uninterested 
in Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Also, and I can't believe I forgot this, at one point, some crazy-ass cyborg-helmeted Sonic with red eyes shows up and does nothing? Like, he just shows up and contributes nothing? It's bad. It's very bad. And can we st- can we stop talking about it? Possibly. <laughs> the second Please. one is at least better drawn. It looks like it actually looks like Sonic. It looks like Sonic, and there's a plot, but still, it's not oh, yeah. a good plot. No, it's at least it shows like outside of the normal cast. It does. It's basically just like, oh, it's Sonic teaming up with his friends' kids. Sure, that's it's something. One more adventure in the future. Yeah, that's 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 anything. Yeah, I expected these two comics to relate to each other in any way whatsoever. No. They, they don't. don't. So, like when Sonic, uh, when when Knuckles' daughter gets unwritten from the timeline because <laughs> Sonic goes back in time, like, is she okay? <laughs> Justin, well, actually, she shows up. I have I have to ask a cool another question. Uh, is this were these comics put out like one after the other, or were there time was there time between like thirty years oh, later? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. It was written like thirty thirty years later was written five years after um, Sonic twenty five years later. Okay. Yeah, like and by that point, um, Ian Flynn was writing the Sonic comics full time and he's been the number and he's been and he's still actually the the main sonic writer like he's been writing sonic for like well over a decade <laughs> and I'll get a chance to rework that canon put it back yeah, in yeah well like and he he did some like um and it and he just did some changes but he grew up reading the ken penders comic and he liked it and he just tried incorporating it in and just tweaking stuff around so it would make more sense but even then, he was still told to reboot it all, and then he rebooted it again. So he's just going off on his own thing now, full time. I was going to on... say, please continue, Kevin. Okay, I'm just I'm on page sixty six of Sonic twenty five years later, and just as like a, a formatting for a comic, mm-hmm. there are some grave errors here where Sonic is walking on top of his own speech bubbles <laughs> in, instead of ground. Where in every other instance you would foreground the speech bubbles, but he is trotting upon his own his own speech bubbles like they are land, they are beneath him. Do we want to do the? I I got nothing else to add for this comic. Okay. I'm I'm very upset, and I just don't want to think about it anywhere else. Hey, Kevin, do you want to talk about Dragon Age? Dragon Age is great. Uh, 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 man. Let's round this out. Let's do uh, <laughs> our ratings uh, out of five emeralds. How what happened to seven are... emeralds? Oh, what? Was it out of seven? I thought we did out of five. Or was it... One for every chaos okay. emerald. <laughs> right. Okay, so out of seven chaos emeralds, how were these two comics, one, as adaptations, and two, as stories in and of themselves uh can we do zero (laughs) is that possible on this scale or is the basement half there can be no chaos emeralds in your rating 
Yeah, I, 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 we did a no Chaos Emerald run. Eggman wins. He becomes Super Eggman. Like these, as, as I, I will say that the art is good on both. Like the character design is indistinguishable, but you know they did draw Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what I mean. <laughs> So like they did draw Sonic the Hedgehog, but they were just very very horny when they drew. (laughs) Yeah, they drew Sonic the Hedgehog better than I would, and I will give them credit for that. So uh, this is one fucking chaos emerald for both of these, uh, both as adaptations and as pieces unto themselves. And that one chaos emerald is that. They did art better than I would do art. <laughs> that is what that Chaos Emerald is for. These are unreadable. These are unrecognizable as Sonic. These are completely bewildering, have no sense of pace or timing. It is wall to wall dialogue, and the dialogue is not interesting to read. It does not inform character. It is impossible to tell. You could take any female character's dialogue, put that balloon over any other female character, and it it would read exactly the same. It, one fucking Chaos Emerald in every category across the board. I can't even afford it. One Chaos Emerald. This, to quote a good friend of ours, Vern Tooley, Sonic is a hedgehog who go fast. All we want is hedgehog who go fast. And this is nothing relating to hedgehog who go fast. I I can't even afford it. One KSI world on either scale. Absolutely not. This was painful. This is a painful experience. And I, I got nothing. I, I got nothing but spite. Thank you, Joe. So, I'm sorry. No, you're I'm fine. Very yeah, sorry. Justin, you are the only one coming into this with context. Yes, that is, no, that is fair. I wanted to. I chose those two arcs because those two are those two arcs best demonstrate where the two writers are coming from. They also are best, like, just to compare it. They're the same kind of vague storyline and concept, and they both demonstrate, I think, the best just sort of style in both of how the, co- the comics were drawn and how they were written, for better or for worse. Much more for worse. But what do you rate them? Uh, I rate them uh, 25 is I, I hate the art. Uh, I don't, it's, yeah, it's well drawn. I don't like, it's terrible. Everyone is, just looks like, Jessica Rabbit with bobbleheads, like a mascot head on them. Uh-huh. Uh, terrible. One star, one one emerald, one emerald. Second one, as a Sonic adaptation, terrible. Uh, like, just one emerald doesn't adapt. Like, okay, two, because it looks good, and it, like Sonic feels vaguely like Sonic. As its own comic, it's, like, I'd give it, like, maybe two emeralds out of uh, seven, actually, because as, like, a... A random episode of a mediocre Saturday morning cartoon. It's fine. It's serviceable. It's not bad. It's just, just kind of sloppy. You are a generous god, Justin Ross. Thank you. So, Joe, these comics are probably the 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 closest we'll ever get to Sonic being written as a serious character. 
how what how do you think the the writing here will compare to the writing in the live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie, oh, where they will can... try to take him somewhat seriously as a character? Justin, let me put it like this. Sure. You have often asked. You have often reached out to me, being like, "Hey, let's go to this movie. I got me some good old hash. Let's smoke some hash and watch this movie." Mm-hmm. Uh if you reach out to me on the right day to be like, hey, let's go see the Sonic movie, I will take you up on that offer. I I cannot trust... I cannot even begin to trust that they're going to take Sonic as a, as a, serious, ca- as a uh, serious character. Because again, he is a hedgehog who goes fast. He is a hedgehog who goes fast. If the, anyone... I can't. I'm sorry. I just I can't think about Sonic anymore. <laughs> I can't. I'm so, I'm so tired and in so much just mental pain thinking about it. Uh, the answer to your question, I don't think they're going to be taking it. I don't think they should take it seriously. I think they should lean into the absurdity that is Hey, Blue Hedgehog would go fast. Thank you, Joe. So, do you so do you think the movie will survive at all? Do you think the movie will absolutely fast? Absolutely fucking not. Ah. I'm ex- I'm, ex- I'm expecting a and forgive me for for mentioning this, Kevin, but I'm expecting something akin to a low-level cats disaster. Oh. Take those words out of your mouth. <laughs> they've already been spoken i'm sorry disgust me you disgust me i i'm sorry i'm so so sorry you're quite all right joe (laughs) all right i i i'm 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 fading back into my sleepy state you're fine you're fine well kevin uh thank you for putting up with this joe thank you for putting up with this document this the screed i i want to end this episode by still saying both of you boys i love both of you boys you're both the beautiful best boys but the fact we've had to read this comic for this podcast has put a small little damper on this like friendship we have just (laughs) so you know i won't be able just next time next time i see you it will there will just be a small little sadness in my eye and kevin if i ever make my way up to new york same deal i will just look at you with a little bit of sadness just in the I face. understand. It's it's like you're in a loving, committed relationship, and the other person hurts you, and you can get by it. But there is this this pang of sadness for a time that you see them and you love them, but you also cannot forget how they hurt you. Absolutely. And this is what Justin has done to us. <laughs> we, we will we will embrace. We will drink ciders. And we will cry on each other's shoulders. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Uh, you can also f- 
Follow us on um, Puffin Publishing Podcast. A sketch author, Joe's on that on the Puffin Publishing Podcast. He's great. Oh, sh- oh shit! Right, we have to shill. Yeah. Oh yes, we have and, to uh, uh, shamelessly shill. <laughs> also, check Kevin and I on uh, Jan. Just another night. Spooky uh, mysteries. Yes. Spooky Ookies, although by the time this episode comes out, uh, it will still be Jive Action Nerds, and we'll be oh, well, playing uh, some some smaller games with our friends. Yes. Um, so that's fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin is still the best way to support these shows if you enjoyed uh, these exercises in human misery. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can find all of my writing at tvskevin.substack.com. Dot com. That's where I'm publishing uh, my my novel very slowly. Uh, and uh, 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 any anything, Joe, jo, uh, you want to tell the people where they can buy a nice drink in the greater St. Louis metropolitan area? Um, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I will be a shameless shill. Um, currently speaking, I work at a place in the greater St. Louis area in Clayton called uh, The Bow. If any of our listeners are in St. Louis, come down to uh, downtown Clayton. I know it's a drive. I'm very, very sorry, but I will mix you up the probably one of the best cocktails you will ever taste. And if you mention the podcast, or if you mention the fact that you even heard about podcasts <laughs> i will do a shot of whiskey with you to cleanse your pain and to cleanse my pain thank I you got for that glowing endorsement joe i'm just i you know i've mentioned this to everyone who who is at work and uh, anyone else who will listen to me when they're sitting down at my bar and the amount of times that people are like there's a sonic comic the amount of times I've had that that just general reaction of shock and all has been mm, ah, chef's kiss. Oh, wonderful. So if there's a whole bunch of viewers on this that are like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You are not alone. Know that you- definitively. Uh, yes. We are not alone. I'm sorry. I'm going to... I'm Sleepy Boy Con. I'm Sleepy Boy Con right now. Sleepy Boy Con Roy. Good night, Joe. He's a Sleepy Boy Con Roy. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. I... <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And everyone, take care of yourself. <laughs> Practice self-care by yeah. not reading Sonic comic books. This has been a Talk Back Podcast.